You are now chopping it up with the Nerd Barbershop Podcast. Thank you. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Nerd Barbershop Podcast. I'm Terrence Williams. Thank you so much for pressing play on this episode and hanging out with me for a little bit. So in this episode of the podcast, let me talk about something a little bit different. Um, it's not a question I've been directly asked, but it's definitely something I've seen on Facebook. And I've actually like responded to a couple of these questions, and it's how do you become a video game playtester? And there's a couple of different routes. There's the more traditional professional route, which is, you know, you become like you study video game development, video game design, stuff like that in college. Um, you know, you work through that, get your degree, get your bachelor's or associates in it. Uh, you work for a video game company. You do Q&A, which is quality assurance. And that's kind of how you become a play tester. You, you, you kind of get, that's kind of how you work your way up from Q&A. You work your way all the way up the ranks. So that's kind of like how it works professionally, like in a normal setting. You know, it's like kind of like grunt work because a lot of uh, play testers are really Q&A or quality assurance, if you will. And that's usually what they do. They're kind of like the, the, the ground level in video game design. A lot of prominent video game designer started in Q&A and so that's usually kind of like how it starts uh in general <laughs> excuse me I'm still fighting my uh sinus infection so I might clear my nose every now and then and so yes yeah, so that's kind of like how it starts and but um in more recent years but like for me personally like I've never really wanted to be a video game designer but I always want to be a video game play tester and um I'm really blessed and I thank God for the YouTube channel the YouTube channel has actually given me a platform where uh, if I see de- uh, if I see like demos on Steam or I come across demos on Twitch or I come across demos on like Twitter or like game developers mentioning stuff, I'll try to download it and play it. And um, that's kind of how it started for me. Where like I will find a game I want to play. If it has a free demo, play the game for as long as the demo is, record it, upload it, maybe talk about it a little bit, post a YouTube channel, and then I will share it on Twitter and I will tag the developers in it. And over the last few years, I've actually gotten to, like, I follow different indie developers across Twitter, um, you know, play their games, talk to them, upload stuff, talk to them about the games, about updates, and things like that. And also, what's helped me a lot is Kickstarter, where uh, I kickstart a lot of games, and a lot of tiers in Kickstarter in game, uh, Kickstarter campaigns is demos, like, you know, getting access to a demo, getting access to a beta, getting early access to the game. And I always make sure I by that tier you know when I kickstart I make sure I hit that tier like so I have access to it and most of the time and I always ask to always ask um different developers if it's okay if you record video most of them like 90% of the time is like yeah but you never know there might be some other stuff it might not be finished or they might not want to show off what they're working on yet but always ask but yeah you just gotta you kind of have to put yourself out there like you know if you um play in if you play like mobile games like indie, if there's a game that interests you and they have like a play test or a beta or you like follow them or you follow the developers and they're like, hey, we need testers for this game, sign up. You know, only thing they can do is tell you no or, you know, they're or like, you know, um, they're full. You know, they can't do any more signups. But yeah, it's just you have to kind of put yourself out there, find games that you like and just play demos. You know, I do I, Kickstarter, you know, and you don't get paid for it really, which I don't mind, you know. So I pay, you know, Kickstarter, I put money into. Uh, I'm in a couple of Patreons. So shout out to uh, Pixel Visions and shout out to Bouncer Games. Those are two of the patrons that I've been with for a couple of years now. Uh, Pixel Visions is the one I kind of started with. I don't even remember how I even found them. Um, but shout out to Pixel Visions. Shout out to uh, Bye Bye Blue. If you see me upload uh, gameplay for Project Fantasy and Dojo Masters, those are the games from Pixel Visions. 
and uh, Bouncer Games, but I'm pretty sure Bouncer Games, who, they're actually based out of the Czech Republic. I think they started following me on Instagram. I noticed that they were like a um, a game developer, and I like played their first game that they created called Headhunters. But they've been working on their own kind of fan-made version of Mighty Final Fight, which their project they've been working on. They're not getting paid for it. They're just their fans. They're doing it out of love. And I actually have a uh, gameplay for all three characters they had currently of Cody Guy and Hagar and that. And they're actually working on another game that they're working on, which I'm really excited about. And shout out to them, you know. And they, you know, they I found them. They found me. I upload stuff. I'm in like Discord for Pixel Vision. Talking about like their games and what they're working on. I talked to Master Games on Twitter and in their Facebook group. Um, and so, yeah, you just kind of like, you have to immerse yourself in the community. You kind of have to immerse yourself, follow the developers, like play their games, tweet at them, let them know you're playing, what you like, what you dislike, you know, give them feedback and be courteous because a lot of times they don't have big budgets. You know, some of them are kind of, they're getting bigger and stuff like that, but a lot of them are just starting out. And so they appreciate someone playing their game and doing, even if it's just a couple minute video or just demo game, just something, you know. And sometimes your game becomes kind of this catalyst for the game going forward, where if the game gets more popular, your videos are kind of connected to that development cycle, which is really cool. And so, yeah, just kind of reach out, uh, play games you enjoy, find games you like, and see if they have free demos or if there's betas that you can get into or sign up for, like, email newsletters or... You know, follow them on Twitter and Twitch and Instagram and Facebook and just kind of immerse yourself. You know, that's kind of the best way to approach it is just just find it, you know. And then over time, like now, I get Facebook ads all the time now for games that I might be interested in. And Instagram, aim, or Instagram ads from games I might be interested in. Constantly, I'm always like, oh man, let me sign up. Oh, does this game have a demo? Does this game have a demo? Does this game have a beta? You know, so it's a lot of stuff like that. And so, yeah, you just kind of take your time and you just kind of, you just, you, you have to just do the, do the grunt work. You know, you have to do the dirty work, if you will, because it's not, people are going to come to you. Let's get big enough where people have like steam keys and stuff like that. And they want, and they give them to you because, you know, I'm not a big, I don't have a big enough platform yet. But, you know, that happens over time. But right now it's just kind of just, you know, finding your way. And then a lot of times if you're immersed in the community enough, um, <laughs> People will just, they appreciate it. And then if you're like, hey, I played your game. Here's some gameplay of it. They'll share it to their like their followers on Twitter. And then they can maybe subscribe to the YouTube channel. Or check out the YouTube channel. And, you know, or your Twitch stream or your TikTok or, or your Instagram page or your Facebook page. Like, whatever you're doing. So, it kind of works. It just, it's just, it is really cool. It's not, it's kind of, it's not super easy because it does take time. But you have to do a lot of work. And you're not necessarily going to get paid or get, like, you know. Uh, get recognition for it. It's just if you love video games, if you like that type of game, you play it and you do it for them. So yeah, that's kind of my um, kind of my little uh, my little story, my little backstory of how to get into PlayStation, how to become a video game play tester from my perspective. And you just gotta do some work, just play some demos, put yourself out there, you know, do some kickstarters, buy some, you know, get maybe do a Patreon. You don't have to if you don't want to, like you know. Play as many free demos as you can, but, you know, sometimes the Patreon is kind of nice because it directly supports the developers. Kickstarters are nice because that money, if they hit their goal, directly affects the game and their development. So, you know, always keep those things in mind. This is just kind of one way. If you have, like, other ways or you know, like, how you became a playtester, please feel free to, you know, respond to the podcast on Spotify 
or on the YouTube channel, or hit me up on social on social media, and you know, talk to me if you're a play tester, if you gotta be a play tester, and how that worked out for you, and how you went about it. So this wasn't gonna be a long episode of the podcast, but something I definitely want to talk about. Cause I've just seen it a little bit, and it'll give a little bit of my experience and a little bit of my history being a play tester. I've also played I've also play tested some games where I had to sign some um some NDAs that I can't even talk about right now, but I got a couple of those in the bag too. So it's kind of fun. It's kind of cool to be a part of projects and seeing projects from the very very beginning to see where they might end up in the future so thank you for checking out this episode of the nerd barbershop podcast i greatly appreciate it again sorry i sound a little nasally i'm still dealing with science infection like i said hopefully i'll be done hopefully i can clear it up in like a week or so but you know it is what it is um but thanks for supporting the podcast thanks for supporting the youtube channel of course like share comment subscribe give the podcast five stars on spotify or wherever you listen to the podcast Always and forever, slicing, dicing, gaming. Not just a motto, lifestyle. I've seen this podcast. Later.